Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Also, consider helping getting the word out on the street via social media, rate and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Steve Martin. Talking about music is like dancing about architecture. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, Episode 3. Thanks to all who listened to the first two episodes. I appreciate all the great feedback. Uh, like I mentioned in the intro, I'm very excited to announce that the Mark Sterry Music Podcast is now available on iTunes. So please subscribe. Uh, last week's gigs wrap-up. Uh, last Wednesday, I was at Pub 42. Um, there was a lot of birthday parties out there. It seems like I sang happy birthday about 100 times. Uh, but that's okay. It goes with the territory. On Thursday, we played the YZ Bar and Grill, a.k.a. the Muni. And uh, it's always great to see our good friends Pam and Jeff out there rocking out with us, along with all the fun staff we're friends with. Um, Friday, I played a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater. And pleased to announce that Don, who comes to lots of shows, remember to bring his wallet. So that is a good thing. Just teasing you, Don. Thanks for all the support, bud. Uh, Saturday. Halloween night, we played Pete's Repeat in Casson, Minnesota. Um, lots of good costumes and, and a good time. I think my favorite part about the show was actually probably before the show when we were hanging out with our friend Rich, and we were sipping on sun-kissed absolute cocktails, listening to classic country on an old turntable. It doesn't get much better than that. Uh, Sunday, uh, the Mark Sterry Blues Band played at the Thirsty Otter in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin after the Vikings game uh, before the Packer game, and it was an awesome, fun jam. I do think that the Mark Sterry Blues Band has a new number one fan, though, named Josh Dean Ambrose Williams. He was rocking out pretty hard with us, so I'll be looking for him at the Blues Band shows. Anyway, upcoming shows this week. Wednesday, November 4th, 2015, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Thursday, November 5th, 2015, the Mark Sterry Blues Band will be coming to Cumberland, Wisconsin and rocking out at Nezzy's from 6 to 9 p.m. featuring Dustin DeGolier on lead guitar and Brian Johnson on bass. Friday, November 6th, I'll be playing a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, one of my longest-running gigs. A great date place, great family place, and I highly recommend the Shrimp Diablo. I play from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Saturday, November 7th, 2015. 
Brian Johnson and myself will be at JJ's Pub in Breezy Point, Minnesota from 5 to 9. It is the wild, wild west up there, and we always have a good time hanging out and rocking out with some of our friends up there. Although I did just get word this afternoon that our dear friend Dustin Johnson was injured in an auto accident. Um, best wishes and hoping for a speedy recovery for him. We're thinking about you, my friend. Uh, the guest this week is Dustin DeGolier of the bands Paisan, Mark Sterry Blues Band, Trees on the Moon, and Pipe Dream Blues Machine. Enjoy the conversation. All right. Dustin DeGolier, good to see you, my friend. Hey, hey, good to be here. How you doing today? Very well, very well. That's Thank good. Um, thanks for stopping by. We're here at my family's cabin here yep. on Horseshoe Lake, Wisconsin. Um, it's probably the last time I'll be here. It's all winterized. And we're playing a show at Balsam Lake uh, with a Mark Sterry Blues Band at the Thirsty Otter. And I uh, thought we'd meet up here and get Dustin on the podcast this week. Um, we have a, a squirmy golden retriever squirming <laughs> on the floor, a heater in the corner, and... Looks like the treasure of Sierra Madre with Humphrey Bogart on and the TV in the background. <laughs> and uh, that noise jumping around was just Copper, the doggy. Anyway, so uh, Dustin, where'd you play last night? You were the Paisan last night? Yeah, yeah, I played with Paisan at uh, Spare Time Bowling Alley in Turtle Lake. How'd it go? Um, very well. Yeah, Halloween party, so we had a costume contest, all that. So. Yeah. How did, did you have a good turnout or no? Yeah, very good. But it was up from last year, so we were happy. That's good. Yeah. Copper's trying to get on the microphone. <laughs> pretty close. Yeah. Um, I remember we used to do those shows. There used to be this creepy dude that used to dress up like Michael Myers and come in there later, and he was kind of just stalk around. And yeah. The one year I just got sick. I think we were, did it for Lori and Jim like two or three years in a row. And then uh, that guy would come in and creep everybody out every single year. And then we played a show, and he kind of like, Put his knife up, it was like behind my mother. Oh my god! And so I, st- I, I, after that song, I walked down and went to order a beverage, and I went right up to him, put my shoulder right into the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Serves him right. So I, I, well, he didn't scare me at all. But no. I, I don't know who he was. Was Zach doing there again last you night? You know, he wasn't there last night, but he was there the year before, maybe the year before that too. So you hear who I'm I know who about. you're Just talking about? Goofball yeah. dude. So I don't know who he is, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's not my favorite guy when I'm playing no. uh, spare time. Um, did you have old Teddy Reichert on sound we, up there too? We had Teddy on sound, yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah, Johnson and I, we were in, uh, Casson, Minnesota at Pete's Repeat. Ooh. And, uh, my buddy, uh, Rich lives down there. And so we were down there playing, uh, their Halloween party. And, uh, it was a ton of fun. It was good. a good time, but, uh, long drive this morning. So I drove up from, we stayed in Rochester last night or whatever, then drove up to the cities. I got the dog, then drove here to the cabin to oh. do the podcast with you, and then we'll be heading to the show in a little <laughs> bit. So just just another day in the life. That's right. Um, so I wanted to get you on the podcast. Is uh, uh, One thing, we're playing at Nezzy's, your hometown, on Thursday. Yeah. And a uh, little promo for that. And also just to kind of get a uh, kind of more of an up-and-coming musician on the podcast, get your take on a, on a few things. Sure. And uh, uh, just got some questions for you. Um, so... How long have you been playing music? Ooh. Well, let's see. I, I started playing the guitar. That's really when my music career began, and that was 13 years ago? 
Yeah. So, so was your guitar the first instrument you played? Well, I, I dabbled with some piano early on, but I was seven or eight years old, and I just wanted to run around. I didn't take it very seriously. So. Yeah. I think uh, I played piano, too. Did you ever play in a band or anything like that, a horn yeah. or something? Yeah, I played trumpet, you know, all throughout middle school, high school. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's get this figured out. So how many, what bands do you all play in? You play in, you're the guitar player for Paisan. Yep. And then now the Mark Steer Blues Band That's or whatever right. projects we'll, we'll be doing. Yep. Um, Trees on the Moon, right? Sure, sure. And then the, the Manfred Pipe Dream Blues Machine, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. So is that about all of them? That's, that's just about it. I mean, there's a lot of pickup groups I play with, a lot of jazz stuff here and there, Pat yeah. Binford, Jim Hurst, Pat Leadle, but, you know, those are the main ones. Nice. So. Sounds good. Um, I know you are a jazz man. Um, who's your favorite jazz players? Ooh, favorite jazz players. Well, uh, from the guitar side of things, Wes Montgomery, obviously. Yeah. He's, he's I was going to ask you, Wes or Joe Pass? Who do you, who do you like better? Ooh, Wes all the way. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Joe is dynamite, but he's got nothing on Wes. So. Yeah, Wes is <laughs> awesome. Um, isn't So Wes, he couldn't read sheet music, right? He just, no, no. And he had that, didn't he have a corn on his thumb, and that was kind of what his pick was? Yeah, that was his sound, and he grew up, he was the father of something like six daughters, and he had to practice very late at night after his factory job and so in order to play quietly he played with his thumb and developed this incredible technique oh so. he's incredible yeah my old uh, dan neal a good friend of mine and guitar player or whatever we used to listen to wes so he'd tell stories about him and and uh didn't you do some okay so you went to school in milwaukee right that's right for uh um for jazz guitar and yeah um and didn't you in your senior show didn't you do a west song oh yeah yeah i, I did a couple i did uh, Twisted Blues, my senior recital. And, yes. Yeah. I remember that exact <clears throat> record. Um, how'd it go? So, very well. Very well. Those are always nerve-wracking instances there, playing in a concert setting. Yeah. So. Um, that's one thing I did want to ask you about. We were kind of talking about this the other day, and um, that stuff just kind of freaks me out when I play it. You know, we'll do these shows today. I'll take a guitar solo, an improvised solo, or an improvised harmonica solo. But uh, when you have that rehearsed um, guitar technique like Wes at a show where people are just sitting there just staring at you. Mm -hmm. um, the nerves for me are just terrible. You know, if I had a can of pop the day before, I'd just be shaking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so what do you do um, to kind of keep your nerves in check at uh, these shows, we have to be so precise and stuff. Like your jazz shows at the Pipe right. Dream Blues at the Pipe Dream Center, and yep. and especially like school stuff. Well, that's a very good question because <laughs> I deal with it too. I mean, all the time, uh, even at the bar gigs, you know, I'll get nervous. But uh, the, the concert racket, I think it's all about preparation. That's what it boils down to. Um, you, you can't really over practice something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, who said that? You practice so you just can't practice enough so you just can't possibly screw it up. Right. Because it's never going to go as planned, but hopefully uh, the crowd doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Another thing as well, if, like, but the thing is that when you're in front of people, it's such a different, um, different kind of set of nerves, it seems like to me. Um, like you start concentrating more, and then that's when the screw-ups happen. Like yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin says, when you're thinking, you're stinking. Exactly. So you got to find that that uh, happy medium between, you know, just letting it come out of you and then concentrating on it yep. too hard and screwing it up. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. So, well, so uh, you just deal with it, huh? I, pretty much. I mean, I don't. I know friends who take beta blockers and all sorts of stuff. But, really? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I never oh. took it that that seriously. I guess. <laughs> no. I think the old uh, blues guys they probably, they probably just drank. They did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For better or worse. So. Yeah. Um, that's good stuff. So, uh, are you nervous for the show today? Um, yes and no. I, I'm not nervous because we, we've done this a few times now, and it's a very laid-back group. I like that. Um, but we haven't done it in about a month now, too. So. Has it been a month? Um, yeah, so I know those songs in, this, in the Mark Stary Blues Band, they all kind of run together and stuff, but uh, what's your favorite ones to jam on with ooh, the Johnson and myself? Ooh, ooh, let me think for a second. Hung Up. Hung Up is a nice, funky one. Hung Up by, uh, I think it's, what's it? Little... What's his name? Uh, they all have the same name. <laughs> little something. I don't know. Not little Charlie, <laughs> but little something. Yeah. Um, I guess I do have it on my phone. Uh, uh, anyway, the song Hung Up. <laughs> hung Up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not Little Walter. No. Oh, it's no. Little Sonny. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Little Sonny Hung Up. <laughs> <laughs> and his guitar, and his, I love his harmonica solos. It's just the same thing. It's the same riff over and over. Yep. Over and over every song, right. but for some, somehow it sounds cool. It yeah, Johnson's got a cool bass part on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hope you get a good turnout. Blues, booze, and barbecues this afternoon. Really? Okay, cool. And so Jaybird's doing the, the blues, the, the barbecue stuff again. And, awesome. And that's going to be good. So hung, any other good ones you like to jam on? Oh, Deal the Cards is, is kind of Clark a nice one, one to ease into, ease into things. I yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll kick off on that one. Cool. Um, I, we're going to record some of the stuff today to play on the podcast. Awesome. You know, to kind of feature... Um, um, your guitar. What's some other um, musicians that you like to listen to? Sure. Or maybe some influences, I guess. Yeah, yeah. In your guitar style. So we, we mentioned Wes. I'm a huge Jimmy Page disciple uh, to this day. I mean, not only his guitar playing, but, you know, the studio guru and, and production wizard. I, I love Jimmy Page. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a classic Beatles Stones kind of guy. Beatles Stones, Led Zeppelin where it came from and then when I started playing guitar I was really into punk rock and that whole side of things and then it morphed into blues and jazz and everything in between but I really I love the Pixies if I had to choose one alternative rock group that I, I just can't get sick of it's the Pixies cool man so, yeah. that's great um, as we're sitting here at the cabin and as the tr treasure of the Sierra Madre is on on VHS in the background <laughs> when we were watching Martin Scorsese's the Last Waltz. Yeah, we both love that movie. Oh yeah. What is your favorite sequence or song in that movie? Do you think? Oh. It's that's a tough question. But what do you think? This might be too obvious. But the night they drove old Dixie down. I mean. Oh, is that with the Staples Singer? No, that's the wait with the Staples Singers. Um, I think Dixie's just a straight up band, I isn't it? I think it's just the band. God, Levon yeah. can cut a promo singing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just the, the pinnacle of the show to me. It never gets more uh, rotten emotional than that. So. Um, speaking of Van the Man, Van Morrison's oh, performance yeah. on that, uh, kind of a personal question. Um, did you tally how many shots they give you up in Breezy Point? Oh, when you goodness. There? Goodness. I lost count after about a dozen, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good time. Would you ever play up there again? <laughs> Yes, yeah. I think now that I got one under my belt, I'm a little more prepared. Yeah, know? it's a little bit of hazing, you know, going on there, but <laughs> but that's a good time. Um, a question for you. So I know you're kind of getting your start in the professional, like kind of professional music biz and things. Uh, what's some of your goals? Like, what do you want? Like, what what what's your what do you want to end up doing? Like, 
what's some goals for yourself as far sure. as playing music live or writing or whatever? Sure. Um, just from a purely kind of career financial standpoint, just to be able to do music in any capacity, whether it's teaching or performing or publishing uh, and making a living. I mean, that's numero uno. I think, you know, that's, it's easier or her. It's, it's pretty difficult, put it that way. <laughs> in today's day and age to do that. Um, other than that, it's having that creative outlet, being able to do your own music and not necessarily trying to make it big or anything like that, but just having my own stuff and reaching a particular audience, I think would be really nice. So, oh yeah. It's, you know, what we're all trying to do i think <laughs> it's a tough life man. Yeah. it's a grind but uh yeah. it's a lot of fun yeah it's a lot yeah. of fun for sure and we're you know glad glad to have you aboard and playing with us you do an awesome job um let's see another question i got for you is so you went so you went to school how many years were you down in milwaukee uh four years four years in milwaukee a four and a half, give or take. Okay. Um, now, do you think that musicians need to go to school and stuff like that to get really good at their instruments, or do you think that's, or do you think practice and just kind of mimicking the greats is good enough, or what do you think about all that stuff? Well, I, there's there's two schools of thought on that. I, I don't think you need to go to school by any means. Um, you know, knowing what I know now, <laughs> you know, maybe I wouldn't have, but um, but it, it does force you to to practice. Um, you're isolated, you're around a lot of other musicians, so there's, there's a lot of benefits. I had a lot of great instructors and classes. So with that said, I mean, there is something to be said for the academic um, aspect of it all. But no, if you get out there and play and you're serious about it and you work hard on your own, I mean, that's the best school there is. is yeah, I Just agree. getting out there. School the hard knocks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we both have a similar dear, dear friend, uh, Manfred. Yeah. Owner, operator, mastermind, wizard <laughs> of the Pipe Dream Center yeah. in uh, Cumberland, Wisconsin. What is, what's the address? Would it be, it'd be uh, Cumberland, I think, wouldn't it? Com, I think it's actually Comstock. Comstock, Comstock. But, you know. Anyway, so Manfred's <laughs> been an inspiration of mine. Oh, yeah. Mine too. My whole adult life, yeah. and I've taught with him during the – he'll be on the podcast for sure, too. Can you imagine Great. how funny that one's going to be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, we've taught for years the, at the in Turtle Lake for the – summer school play and countless hours over there listening to stories and talking about music and stuff. And he's always, the main thing I've always learned from him is just this passion for being creative and, and always getting better. And it just, it's just, um, I leave there just batteries full almost every single time <laughs> yep. wanting to go do something cool. Absolutely. And, uh, so out of all the years you've known Manfred and worked with him in bands and, and whatever, what's, what's, what's the main lesson or that you've, what, what have you gotten out of Manfred after all these years? <laughs> oh, wow. How do I condense it all into, into one thing? Um, <clears throat> oh, just the dog was chewing on a Sierra Nevada <laughs> bottle top. <laughs> Nice, nice so I guess the cabin wasn't quite winterized. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, Manfred. Let's see. I got to think for a second. Um, Because, because you're right. I mean, every time I leave there, I'm inspired, and and he's he's so motivated, and he's so genuinely happy to be doing what he's doing, to have been doing it for so long. So part of it is just longevity. You know, he's kind of the living example that you can make it, you can do this. Even out here in the sticks, you know, you can, you can make your own music, you can perform. 
Um, I, so I think it's really beautiful. I, I, I think um, he's just kind of the tried and true living example that, you know, it's it's a good life. He's <laughs> this, inspirational. This, he is, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. inspirational for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to get him on here. Um, so for day gig right now, you're over at one of the best meat places That's right. ever. Oh, yeah. Louis <laughs> in Sealand, Cumberland, Wisconsin. Yeah. All right. Is part of one of your one of your day gig things? Um, wow, <laughs> this is a question mailed in from Brian Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met any famous people working at Louis besides Tom Nesvold? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I did. Uh, you know, I got to uh, I got to meet Emilia Santanello from WCCO nice. not that long ago. So that's that's. About as close as my brush to fame has come, but uh, yeah, we'll have to write a song so, about that. Sure, an <laughs> <laughs> instrumental, ideas. a jazz one, like kind of West Montgomery uh, sure. style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. Dustin uh, Agolier, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Looking at the time, we need to get to the gig. Yeah, we do. Uh, Johnson is setting up right now while we're sitting over here in Turtle Lake cutting this podcast. Um, Thanks again for coming yeah. on. Do you have a Facebook page or any kind of website that people can follow you or or go to the, your band's website sure. pages? Yeah, that's probably the best bet. You can check out Pies On on Facebook or Trees on the Moon on Facebook. And, and I think the Pipe Dream Center has a page too. So yeah. I'm connected through all those. Okay, so. sounds good. Yeah. Uh, thanks, J- Dustin. Let's yeah. go rock out Thirsty Auto, yeah, man. man. Thanks I'm for excited. being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yep. That was Dustin DeGolier of the bands Paisan, Mark Sterry Blues Band, Trees on the Moon, and Pipe Dream Blues Machine. Story behind the song segment for this week is a song called Friday Night Baby off the Mark Sterry and the Whiskey Roses album Raunchy Talk. I remember writing this song on a napkin while watching a live musical performance at Washington Square in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. I was just trying to write a funny blues tune about, about some dirt ball, I guess. Uh, Mr. Ben Kaplan, who played drums on that record, also sang lead vocals on that song. And I think he did it in one take and uh, did an awesome job. That song is available on iTunes or on our album, like I said, Raunchy Tonk. Uh, but the version of that song this week was recorded live this last Sunday by the Mark Sterry Blues Band at Thirsty Otter in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin, featuring Dustin DeGolier on lead guitar, Mr. Brian K. Johnson on bass guitar, myself on acoustic guitar and harmonica. I should apologize for the poor quality, but uh, it was a live deal, trying to get the mics right. I still think you'll get a good idea of what uh, the Mark Sterry Blues Band has going on. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you have enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday on iTunes and SoundCloud. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It can be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.